Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. It's time for the B A Q A the B A Q A the B A Q A man day the B A Q A Tiffany the B A Q A okay it's Brad and Bish and question answers you have questions we have some answers although we are not your doctor we're not your attorney your financial advisor basically you don't pay us to answer questions so that means that this is not professional question answers. More entertainment, mm-hmm. although we are two smart, mm-hmm. brilliant, beautiful brown girls. Uh, but you're going to use the smallest yes. grain of salt. And then you're going to lean into people that you do pay for the rest of the information you need. Okay. AKA, yes. sue your grandmother, not us. All right. Our first question comes from a listener. Sounds spicy. Cayenne. <laughs> Cayenne. All right. She says, hey, Mandy and Tiffany, I've been listening to you both for about two years now, and I absolutely love the show. You're both so funny. And even when it doesn't relate to me at all, I just feel so much better after listening to my two besties who I don't who don't know I exist. Yes, we do. Cayenne. Okay, that's so sweet. All right. She says, I am an immigrant from Jamaica and we came here after losing our business to COVID. We basically lost everything while we still have our house, but we also have a lot of debt and no savings and no retirement. I've been burying my head in the sand for far too long. I'm 46. My husband's 48. He's working full time again, but only making about 65K. I work from home and make about 30K. We have two kids, one in private school on a scholarship. Okay. And part of the reason that we moved here, but it's still expensive. Basically, I'm feeling overwhelmed all the time and I don't know where to start to get out of debt to save, to get financially independent and to plan for retirement, which isn't far away. Seriously, what should I do? Woof. She's only been here for a couple of years. Yeah. Lost her business to COVID. Uh, I'm so sorry to hear that. I don't. Yeah. Go for you know, it. But they still what have you your house, of? which is awesome. So first, we're going to be grateful for the things we do have, but it also acknowledge um, hmm. the things that we don't. Right. And so, hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, <laughs> working from home, just looking. No at- place like America to make you feel like you I don't mean, have. What I would say is that there's only one or two ways to have more money, right? You either have to spend less or you have mm-hmm. to make more. That's just that's just it. There's no other magical way. And, you know, although I'm the budget nista, I'm certainly I'm I don't know your personal finances. So I like to kind of typically start just to do a scan of like, is there any place where I might be overspending? that I'm like not really acknowledging, like that I'm overspending. So maybe sit down with your partner and just take a look like, do we really need this? Can we, you know, can we trade in the car for for something with a smaller, um, you know, payment? Uh, can we refinance? 
you know, um, well, I don't know about these days because, you know, the interest rates are crazy. Um, but I would just start there is that like, let me look at what my life's costing me. And is there any place where some, especially the obvious places where I can make financial adjustments? So that's one. And then, and probably most importantly, asking yourself, is there, are there ways to make additional income? or increase the income where you're currently making. And so Mandy will tell you, like, you know, one of the best places to make more money is at your job. I'm sure Mandy's going to go over hopefully some negotiating tactics for asking for more money. Do you have like a brag book or go me file that kind of illustrates your Oprah, the value, the overwhelming value that you bring to the table? So you can go in asking for more money. Is your LinkedIn updated in a way that, you know, you can apply for another job um, that maybe similar skill set, but you can make more money. And so those are the places that I would start. I wouldn't, you know, if you are already feeling tight and you're like, we really don't overspend and don't spend a lot of time on cutting back. If you really feel confident, you're not hugely overspending, but everyone is spending a little bit, you know, like more than what's necessary and that's okay. But um, I would lean a lot of my time and energy into like learning and figuring out how we can make additional income so you can create that space. And in the beginning, it's really just, I mean, I don't know if you're making enough to cover your basic bills. It sounds like if you're leaning on debt a lot, that's not necessarily the case. So first order of business, getting clear about how much money you need to make to cover your basic bills. Once you get that income coming in, you can start to put your debt on kind of like an automated system for yourself. Look into the snowball method and the avalanche method at the paying down debt. Um, and once you get pretty secure on that, then you can start to look into setting aside money for um, for savings and retirement, especially the retirement component, um, because you are you're not quite over fifty yet. But once you get over fifty, just only 46. 46. Oh, for somebody that's all forty eight. Okay, her husband's forty eight. That's her hubby. You know, so you can start yeah. to think about in two years he will be able to do something called catch up contributions, which means not only can you contribute you know, your regular retirement max amount, but then you can also contribute above and beyond that. You know, so that would be my aim is to make more money, cut back, you know, by looking at what I'm currently spending, make more money by either looking for another job, asking for a raise, I'm pushing more. You know, you don't always necessarily have to have a side hustle. I know that can be really stressful, especially if you're overwhelmed. You know, once you get to a safer space, starting to save and set aside for you know, for retirement. I know this is hard because sometimes these days you just be like, it'll never get better. And I just hope you give yourself a little grace and space and make sure you don't do this alone. Mm-hmm. And if you just need some like support, support, I have this free group called the Dream Catchers with an S group. It's just other, mm-hmm. mostly women, um, but we have some guys in there who are navigating similar circumstances because really the answer these days to personal finance is that you can't do it alone. You know, you, you need community. There's no shortcut. Yeah, you need community. And so... I think the internet will have you out here thinking there's shortcuts. Yeah. Like, I have to do this really quickly. Yeah. It takes you a long... Like, you built a business. Yeah. I wonder if there are American citizens, too, and if that changes any of the rules around investing. Mm. I mean, they're here. So I'm guessing... She said... I don't I mean, know. Yeah. I don't know how that works. I don't know either. But um, my first thing is you're making 30K working from home and you started that up. You've only been here a couple of years. I'm just like... You're, you're starting from scratch in a lot of ways. My question around the debt, mm-hmm. Tiffany, is at what point when you're starting over, you've lost a business. I'm like, why can't you file bankruptcy, restructure some of that debt, you know, get some of the debts off your, you know, off your books? Yes, it will tank mm-hmm. your credit. And there's all these downsides, of course, but it used to be bankruptcy will wipe you clean, you know? 
So, but these days, sometimes they want you to be damn near broke. Like they're like, get rid of everything. Yeah, well, some like, you know, it's sometimes it's like you, they only let you oh, have okay. a certain amount of money left over because they're like, you're not gonna file for bankruptcy and have all this money, you know, which you might not. So that's something certainly like if the debt is that that's a result of the business, maybe the business files for bankruptcy. I don't know what type of business entity that you that you have, but yeah. that is a potential. I don't know what so much debt is. Is it 30,000? Is it 300,000? Is it student loan debt? You know, federal student loan debt that doesn't qualify for bankruptcy um, dismissal. So looking at that debt and really getting an understanding about like who, like who do you owe and can you call and um, negotiate maybe like a pause in payments? It's really going to be step by step. Like all the COVID relief programs. Yes. Yeah, the COVID relief programs are kind of done. And since you're an immigrant, I just don't know what the eligibility like requirements are and all of that. But you have the house in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot, you know, people who live in Jamaica, it's not all like a luxury condo on the beach. Mm-hmm. But could you rent to get some income? Mm. Even if, you know, just rent it out potentially to drum up some income. And it, yeah, I, I wouldn't say sell because I imagine it must be really hard to sell your home. <sighs> yeah. That's the last thing you have left, right? But my, as far as like negotiating for more, you're only making 30K. I mean, I hate to say only. Mm-hmm. We're working from home. I wish we had more details, but what are you doing and how can you ramp it up? And I think you'll be able to think more clearly if you just like take a breath and give yourself permission for this to take a little bit of time. You haven't said that you guys aren't able to like pay your rent or whatever it is like you're able to keep. It sounds like you're just like you're making ends meet, but it's you have this like this cloud hanging over you, which is like retirement, saving, debt. If you're making ends meet, just like that's okay. The uh, the most important thing is for you to have savings set aside yeah. so that um, you guys can cover your own, you mm-hmm. know? And then I would say, look at what types of debt you have. Maybe get in touch with um, a credit counseling organization like the NFCC, National mm-hmm, Foundation mm-hmm. of Credit, yeah, org. NFCC. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Does she say where she lives in the U.S.? Because there may be some state programs, community programs. Don't be afraid to reach out a hand and ask for help and look for resources. Um, And yeah, you're in a place now where you're going to need to open up, ask for help. You're feeling overwhelmed because I think you are maybe doing it alone. You know, does your husband, do you guys, are you open with each other about how you're feeling? Can you find... Like you're, I'm, you know, do you have family here? Who can you lean into in your community so that you're not doing it alone? And I love Tiff, your tip about joining the Dreamcatchers, because yeah. this is not going to be an easy no. road out. The only way is through. I just don't want you to start beating yourself up with the idea that it has to all be happening right mm-hmm. now, because the reality is that it probably can't. You are going to have to make more money from your business or find other sources of income. Your husband, maybe he will. After he gets, you know, this this work experience, he can find another job and negotiate for more and increase his income that way. But it's not something you can snap your fingers and do immediately, mm-hmm. um, which may be frustrating, but we keep it 100. Um, you just have to make a plan, yep. execute that plan. Whatever the plan is, make a plan. A credit counselor can help you make that plan. Um, and also made whole if I'm going to plug the new book. Mm-hmm. I'll be with a step-by-step plan. So what I call oh, financial yeah. wholeness, madewholeworkbook.com, <laughs> if you will. Please do. <laughs> well, hopefully this was Yeah, helpful. read Tiff's book. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. Yes, though. and we'll be back and blacker than ever. <laughs> All right, bye. I mean, not bye. See you in a minute. Hey, BA fam. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. 
Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, BA fam, our fellow entrepreneurs and creatives, this message is sponsored by Squarespace. It is the ultimate toolkit for crafting your online presence. With Squarespace, it's really about more than just building a website. It's about shaping your online identity and making your mark. So say goodbye to checkout headaches with Squarespace's flexible payment options. From credit cards to Apple Pay, they've got you covered. And if you live in an eligible country, they offer buy now, pay later options with Afterpay and clear pay, which means that your customers have even more ways to purchase your products. So head over to squarespace.com and kickstart your journey with a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, don't forget to use our link squarespace.com slash brown ambition to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Just visit squarespace.com slash brown ambition to get your discount today. Remember your online success story begins with Squarespace. So what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. All right, BA fam, you know, we work hard and we play hard. But when it comes to investing and having your money in the market, you want your money to be working for you. That's exactly what the Betterment automated investment and savings app can help it do keeps your money out there working hard and kicking you know what, I love Betterment because it makes it easy for even a beginning investor to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology is going to give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you got to do is visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Hey, 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 BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash brown ambition. Just go to indeed.com slash brown ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash brown ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire, you need Indeed. And we're black and back. 
So this is funny because this question is from oldish and unsure. I love this because first of all, oldish, you ain't oldish. You're only 39 years old, girl. Don't make me feel old. I have a question. My job, not career, she specified, right? Office of 401k, but no employer match. We was just talking about this. And I have almost been there one year and was automatically set up to deduct 3% from my paycheck to go to the 401k. Okay. In my latest statement, glad you're looking at it, I noticed each quarter I'm being charged administrative fees. How many of y'all didn't realize that you get admin fees on your 401k? Really, any retirement investment account is typically going to have some sort of fees. Yep. Mm -hmm. Which total $25, so $100 a year. I'm 39 and have a Roth IRA and several mutual funds established for my retirement. Should I continue to invest the $83 per paycheck in my 401k or should I automate that amount and then some to a pre-existing Roth or mutual fund? Now, like I said, prior oldish and unsure, we're not going to call you oldish. We're going to call you fabulous, but unsure. Okay, because you're 39, <laughs> sis, I'm 42. Don't do this to us. Don't do this. So unsure, um, I don't really like employment. I don't really like 401ks or making 401ks a priority if there's no match. So to answer your question, I honestly, especially now that these, you know, you have these admin fees, um, which is not going to offset anything. So, you, you know, you're, if you're putting in, let's just say 83, you know, what is that times? Let's do the math. Should We're mathing today. Right now? So 83, 83 times 12 is 996. So basically $1,000 a year is what you're putting in. And of the 1,000, they're taking 10% in fees. So in order for you to come up, you would, you would have to make more than 10% on your investments. Right? Because you're putting be in 1,000. You're losing 100 a hundred is ten percent of one thousand. That means your money would have to grow beyond that loss in administration fees, which the average the, the market has been averaging for the last hundred years, eight to ten percent. So you're gonna end up like net net even, uh, right? So like the money you put in is literally the money you'll get out. It's looking like instead of a four hundred one k plan, you looking like you put money in a savings account. Not even because savings accounts these days are at least giving you one percent. Says so. I would, if it's $83. I'm so glad that she's actually read her fine print. Girl, I'm so, I'm proud of you, honestly, yeah. un unsure-ish. We're going to call you smart, smart, but unsure. Mm -hmm. That, yes, I would redirect the 83 someplace else, and I would not consider that 401k, again, unless I had enough to offset the administrative fees. So if I was putting in, say if you were putting in 400 bucks a month, you know, then the administrative fees would be a smaller percentage of what you put in, and it might make sense. So... Yeah, this is exactly why I don't even love like some investing apps um, because they have like a dollar amount fee that they charge, which if you're like if you're investing your pocket change, that's a that's a big like Tiffany said, when you break it down by the fee divided by what you're actually investing, like it's a big it's a big amount of fees. So um, I can't even think. But I would say just like Tiffany said earlier to our previous I almost said caller to our previous <laughs> listener about going to like magnify money, but going and, and doing your Googles and research to find a brokerage account and being realistic about how much you can contribute and then see what kind of fees they have. Um, Cause the fee may be different depending on like how much you're going to contribute each month, each um, month might be a little bit more if you're contributing less and then mo less if you're contributing more, it's twisted and rude of them to do it that way. But that's how a lot of them, that's how it bees sometimes. But that's a really good question. Thank you. Uh, what are we calling her? Smart, but unsure. 
Yes, smart but unsure. Savvy and unsure. We well, have a really, a- really, really quick question. Yes. You want to do that yep. one? We on the same page. Yeah, let's get Yesenia. I love this name from IG. Yesenia says, should I max out my Roth IRA before investing in a brokerage account? I'm not sure that I can do both right now. Excellent. It's about damn time. Hit him in the minute. What the say you, Melissa, was here with us. Um, Yeah, I think that that's a good idea. I mean, there's some benefits to a Roth IRA that you're not going to get from a traditional brokerage account. Um, The main one is so when you're contributing to a Roth, you're using um, you're using money that you've already paid taxes on and you're putting it into a Roth. The limit is like sixty five hundred. Depends on your age. It can be a little bit more. Um, But with a Roth IRA, um, it's a little bit it's a lot more flexible than a brokerage account. So the money that you put in because you've already paid taxes on it. One of the big benefits is that if, and I'm not saying you should, but if you needed to dip into your uh, Roth IRA in the future, you'd be able to take out your contribution without getting hit with like tax penalties and fees. So that's one benefit um, that it has over a brokerage account. And, you know, the cap on a Roth IRA being like what it is now, 6,500 to 7,000, you know, obviously not knowing how much you have to put aside, but um, if you're able to, yeah, hit that cap and then you can at least feel good. Like, okay, I've, I've ticked this box and you can take your um, whatever proceeds you have left over and ship that into a brokerage account at that point. I think like- Is there any like, other I, benefits I've Yeah, well, here's missed. the thing I always say, like to me, there's two, like there's two purposes of investing, investing for retirement and investing for wealth. And I think that you should prioritize always investing for retirement first, because one day your 80-year-old self is going to be like, oh, wow. So because of you, I'm eating, you know, I'm fighting these bre- these these birds at the park for these for these breadcrumbs. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we don't want to put our older self in a position to have to work so hard because our younger self was like, ooh, yikes, my bad. So because it's your younger self's job to look after your older self. So you know, I want you to prioritize investing for retirement first. Typically, when people put money in a brokerage account, they're investing for wealth, which is what we want you to get to. But that's after you've done the foundational work of investing for retirement. And a Roth IRA is retirement investing. That's the purpose of it. And to Mandy's point, you put money in after tax and you get to withdraw it later, you know, um, tax-free because one, you've gotten taxed on what you contribute already, but also the growth you get to pull out um, tax-free as well. So there's a huge benefit to a Roth and there's an income max. So I think last time I checked, it was like $125,000 a year if you make more than that. Although there's some ways around it with like a backdoor Roth and yada, yada, yada. You would sit down with your financial advisor for that. But on the surface, there's an income max of, I think it's 125000 At least that's what it was like last year, the year before. So, you know, you might over time start making more than that. So you want to take advantage of that while you can. So just in general for everyone, take care of your retirement first. After you've taken care of that, then start looking to invest for wealth. Retirement means you get to take care of your older self. Investing for wealth means you get you get to leave a legacy and then increase your lifestyle now. But you as a younger person, younger than your older self, can wait on the luxurious life, whereas your older self cannot wait on basic accommodations and living. So take care of that old self, okay? Mm-hmm. Dang, but I want nice things now. I know you can have nice things, but you got to make sure that like, because I call my older self Wanda. Yeah. And I'm like, you got to make sure Wanda is good. Because Wanda's like, I know they're going well. She not have sushi again. So she <laughs> eats sushi and I eat bologna. Got it. <laughs> oh, 
I'm gonna think about myself fighting for breadcrumbs from the pigeons in the park <laughs> the next time Rio's like, I want that new tuck, new tuck. Oh. <laughs> like, do you want mommy to fight for breadcrumbs at the park? Do you? Maybe like, what? Give me the truck lady. I'm gonna throw a fit here. Make it look like a bad mom from everybody. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh, so we hope you enjoyed the BAQA. If you have questions, we certainly will try our best to answer some. You can hit us up on Insta and in the DMs or even just in the comments at um we are uh Brown Ambition Pod. Is it pod or podcast on Insta? Podcast. Right, Brown Ambition Podcast on Insta. Our full We are the name. BA the BA podcast on Twitter. And we yeah. are brownambitionpodcast.com. You can click like an ask us the ask us anything button. And we'll try our best to get to your questions. If you want to be remain remain anonymous, we we will allow it. But we prefer if you give us a fun name to call yeah. you. Sparkling you don't water. You want to be Gertrude, do you? Exactly. Because if you don't give us a name, I'm going to give you a name. It ain't going to be cute either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, hopefully the baby will give you some peace. He's like, I Thank don't you. want peace. I want problems. <laughs> I really didn't know if I was going to get through today's show. So thank you, Tiffany, and everyone else for being very patient. And yeah, my nerves are shot and it's all right. How many more hours till bedtime? <laughs> Seven. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.